But what I'm going to kind of highlight to you, hopefully, is how the UK market works and our approach to private label. Um, so that's me. Um, I am the Sourcing and Supply Director of Peace Wines. Um, before that, I worked in-house at Sainsbury's and I was responsible for all the own label beers, wines and spirits. So I know a little bit about the own label side of it. Um, and I used to work for Tesco in-house as well. Um, Off-Piste are a small company and we focus on quality and we only deal with the off-trade in the UK. So first, to plan the strategy in the UK, you have to understand your target market. And as we all know, the UK market is very tough. It's one of the most competitive markets in the world and it's dominated by the off-trade. As you can see here, still wine is currently in decline and it's only going to get more competitive as retailers battle for market share and new players enter the market, such as the German discounters. There are also a lot of unknowns, Brexit, duty, governments, strategies. We're also seeing an unprecedented market conditions with a small European harvest, drought in South Africa, and the Chinese love of Shiraz is all affecting the end product here in the UK. But there are positives. The British love wine. Wine is the most commonly drunk alcoholic drink, I was very pleased to read the other week. And it accounts for 85% of the UK off-trade, so there is a very large market to go after. It's no longer seen as a luxury item, and there are more than 3,500 different individual SKUs in the top six retailers. So the UK is still a very important market for wine suppliers. And if you get it right, there are opportunities to sell large volumes with your customers. It's quite difficult to understand the UK market, so I thought, first of all, I'd define the terms. Private label or own label, where I use it here, refers to the labels where the retailers actually put their name on the label. These are benchmark products, and they're either ranked with price or quality. Exclusive labels are only in one retailer, and they originated to avoid the price matching on brands against competitors. And the third, but by no means the least, are the tertiary brands that the retailers own themselves. These are normally in very tradable areas, such as Italian Pinot Grigio, where the retailer really wants to dominate that market. What makes it difficult to quantify own label, private labels in the UK, is that the brands that the retailers own, or the exclusive labels, aren't coded or linked to the retailer. So here you can, say, you can see that actually pure own label only accounts for 19% of the top six retailers, which seems quite a low percentage with everyone talking about bulk and private label strategy in the UK. But there are lots of advantages of private labels that the retailers like to use to their advantages. They're unique, they have no competition in store from named brands, they deal directly with their suppliers and their producers and gain an understanding of how the market's moving. They understand the cost of products, and once a retail buyer knows the bulk pricing of products, your branded product comes under review. They have a unique image, the taste of difference, the finest, promote customer recognition and loyalties within each store. 
the retailer controls pricing, marketing, sales and distribution of their own brand. And they're harder to price match. And finally, they influence the final product on taste, look, packaging. So there are lots of reasons why you would have own label. The retailers want them to be distinctive, desirable, and have consistent quality. Their aims is to build the profile of that retailer with their end consumer to build loyalty and to gain advantage from their competitors. There's lots of positive press about own label and private labels. I don't read the sum, this was the first one that came up in Google. <laughs> but they generate press. They build up the profile of the retailer, both internally, which is very important. When you're fighting for resource within a multiple retailer, you want the team with the skills to build that category. And if you don't win awards, the internal recognition goes unrecognized. They build trust in your end consumer. People are more willing to buy a taste of difference brand over finest or exquisite. You want to lure the consumers away from your competitors and get them into your stores to buy your wines. And finally, they might attract the right, the right suppliers who want to work with you and actually build a strategy with you to have a successful category. The own label landscape is very complicated. And what I've tried to do here is highlight how the retailers invest their time in building up an own label category. This shows that Tesco is the largest with 34% of their range as own label. Sainsbury's are second with 31%, then Co-op with 27%, Asda, which I've included their IPL model at 21%, Morrison's have 18% of their range as own label, and Waitrose have 9%. This is quite interesting in terms of how much resource and time the retailers put towards developing their ranges. Sainsbury's have the biggest SKU count, but don't have the biggest own label range currently in the market. Something that they might want to have a look at when they consider themselves unique against Tesco. The rise of private label doesn't represent the demise of name brands. People estimate that the share of basket in a mature market hits a tipping point at 50%. Not everyone wants to buy an own label product. Most markets are at saturation levels now, and this hasn't really changed over the last 10 years. So they are a threat, but they are, are they growing? Meeting the private label challenge requires the same consideration any company would give to a competitor, not just another brand. You need to take an objective approach is this growing or is this fading? We have seen a lot of fighting brands in the UK, and this gives the price-sensitive consumer a low-cost branded alternative. The exclusive or tertiary labels means that the, the end consumer doesn't realise that these labels are actually supermarket labels, and it gives them more confidence maybe to buy and take to someone's house where they don't want a pure own label branded wine that they would drink every day. Private label growth typically comes at the expense of small to mid-sized brands. Category leaders remain relatively safe while the retailers innovate this way. Where they work is when there is a high price sensitivity and high purchase frequency, which is perfectly suited to Italian Pinot Grigio. There's minimal differentiation and very low brand equity, something that happens within wine brands.
So there are risks on both sides of private label. First of all, you compete with yourselves. Are you diluting your brand within your target market? Are you reducing your profit margins? If you get it wrong, the backlash can be quite fierce. No one wants to be highlighted in a, in a, in a paper for bad quality. But the lure of doing private label, retailers have much larger customer bases. They talk to the end consumer that you might not be able to reach. Do you have the opportunity to build a recognition of a wine style or region that you want to publicize? However, you have to be careful because increasing your volumes may lead to economies of scale, but can result in additional manufacturing and distribution complexities. They add cost rather than reduce them. Retailers expect you to be liable for their due diligence on own labels, which is a very complicated process. And we come to price. Price is important to most consumers, and it's the first primary driver of whether they purchase own label. From these figures, you can see it's very much driven by price point. About 82% of all own label in the UK is £10 or below. 51% is £8 and below. Whilst it's every consumer's desire to buy wine at a good price, it's every retailer's goal to make as much money as they can. So this is where you see the bulk supply strategy coming into play. It is a lot cheaper to bottle UK wine in the UK for retailers, and they actually manage to have the end-to-end -end control of it. Own label needs to offer value, and retailers use this, especially in inflationary market conditions we're seeing, to drive customer loyalty and purchase. And the discounters. They're here to stay, own label is here to stay. Audi and Lidl have very, very few brands. In a positive way, I think they're helping to change consumers' perception of quality of private labels. Audi continues to win a lot of awards and publicize those awards to the end consumer through their leafleting campaign and mainstream media. Reaching customers through online portals where major retailers don't normally focus also helps our category, so I do believe they can be a positive thing. Sainsbury's gained 54% of their sales from own label, and Tesco at 41%. Private label is very important in the UK because of the dominance the retailers have. Aldi and Lidl now account for one in every eight pounds spent in the UK. So it is here to stay. This Christmas, Own Label made up 52% of total grocery sales, according to Kantar, and that's growing twice as fast as brands, so it can't be ignored. So finally, what do you want? It's very hard to build someone's strategy not knowing what it is, but you've got to want volume. Do you want relationship? Do you want profit? Do you want a branding listing? You should probably want all of the above if you're going to be successful in the UK. Your strategy to supply the UK, are you going to build market insight and become market leaders? Are you going to use bulk as a tactic or a service to develop a relationship? It's very hard to have a conversation with a retailer that you're not supplying, and it may be that they want to start that through a bulk relationship first. You could set out to be the category partner within your region of a retailer, 
and to understand supply models into a major mature market, which helps you in other markets. Strong suppliers are experts in their fields, and they harness their skills to develop their relationships and ultimately sell more wine. Retailers focus on their needs of their market and their experts at the end consumer, so there is a lot to be gained from this relationship. You have a chance to influence the category, and if you use this effectively, you enhance your competitive advantage in a very, very tough market. Thank you.